Hey, what's up, insiders? Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Nerd Wallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie and loves a plot twist, and also putting away money for retirement. Since I'm not going to be doing this podcast forever, I'm sorry. So listen, listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Even though loyalty can be challenged and love can be challenged, and there's moments where we all fall short of that, because that's what I see in my practice, I just want to say it's okay. Because that is a lesson that you need to learn about yourself. This is where marriage is requiring you to grow. Because you're not perfect individuals, and all of us fall short. We all can't sit here and say we're our marriages are perfect and everything is wonderful. But it's always a continuous growth process where if you hopefully if you're with somebody who's patient with you and can help you grow through that. The like is really important, right? Because um, there are people I love that I will never speak to ever again, right? So love is not the barrier, right? It's not enough because, you know, you can love somebody like you have somebody in your family you love, but you like, this person is toxic, this person is dead. All right, so I'm going to love you from over here, right? Right. But when you like somebody, you like them, you're like, all right, I love you and I like you. I mean, I want to spend time, time with you. Loyalty can definitely exist independently of love. Because like when I think about other relationships that I have, I'm loyal to my family. I'm loyal to friends based on common bonds, right? If we have shared goals, shared visions, I can be loyal to them and not necessarily love them. Or people that I meet that we have common bonds with, I can be loyal to them as well. But um, hmm, is loyalty the foundation? I, I I would have to say no. I think respect is the foundation, right? Respect goes a really long way. Like respectability can have you overcome some of the hardest things. And I'm speaking from experience. There's a lot of things that we've gone through. And because I respect who he is as a person, is that that's what is the foundation for me. 
hey, wait, 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 wait. I know you want to watch this next video, but listen, if you are an entrepreneur, business coach, business consultant, or a small business owner who has a story and wants to learn how to create multiple streams of income from your story, I need you to text me right now. My book to 646-687-4152. That is my personal number. I have been an author for over 12 years. I've written 10 books. Four of them have been bestsellers, and I've sold over 100,000 books. But I've also helped a lot of my clients take their expertise and put it into a story, then create multiple streams of income from that. So I wanna help you do the same thing. So text my book to 646-687-4152. All right, let's go back to the video. Delisha is a licensed clinical therapist, professor of social work, and the founding coaching or founder of the coaching with Dr. Alicia LLC. She's here to share her wisdom and insights on strengthening relationships and healing fast pain. Start clapping right now, start clapping right now, start clapping right now. Make some noise for Dr. Alicia Watkins. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's an honor to introduce a truly in the world of dentistry, a dedicated practitioner who has been caring for patients since 1995. Born and raised in St. Louis, Missouri, and following in his father's footsteps, he has not only excelled in the field of dentistry, but also made an impact beyond the dental chair. Please welcome to the stage the remarkable Dr. Quigless, or as many call him, Dr. Q, and his wife, Miss Kim. All right, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, last but certainly not least, a remarkable individual who has defied all odds and to become one of the top financial educators in the world, a best-selling author and motivational speaker. From a challenging upbringing filled with adversity, he rose to the top 1% of bankers nationwide and shattered barriers to financial success. He's here to inspire and empower us to take control of our financial destinies. He is also accompanied by his amazing wife, business partner, and mother of their two beautiful children. Together for over 20 years, she has helped as build multiple seven, oh, okay, multiple seven figure, make some noise, multiple seven figure businesses and started her own success with her own fitness brand, cosmetic line, amongst other endeavors. Ladies and gentlemen, start clapping right now, start clapping right now, and make some noise for Ash Cash and immediately. Hello, everybody. Give it up for our wonderful panelists here. <laughs> yeah, so this is the relationship panel, and I really appreciate everybody getting up in the morning. We were dancing to all night last night. I had to peel myself out of the bed. Um, so today's, uh, the title of today's panel is Loyalty Versus Love, Which Is More Important? And I'm not certain who came up with this title, but I was thinking, how can loyalty and love verse each other? But 
as Dr. Boyce was talking this morning, he talked about, I want all of you all to come back here next year, a new person. And I think about that when I think about marriage. It's a death process. <laughs> it, it, you're not the same person before you get married and then after you get married. It's a different person. You have to say goodbye to yourself. It's a death process. So what does that mean in terms of loyalty versus love? It's like that's where love really starts. You really start losing yourself as an individual and start loving yourself as a married person. So I think it does make sense. Once I think about it, the loyalty versus love, it's getting rid of your single self. And sometimes we love our single life. <laughs> but you have to say goodbye to that and now be a married person. So that starts our first conversation, our first discussion is how do you, and we'll start here with the Quigleys, how do you strike a balance between being loyal to a partner and acting out of love for yourself? Well, I think that it, it doesn't separate. You know, I think, I think it's still you and you're just sharing you with, with your partner. You're sharing yourself and you come together that way. So I think it, it's a blending process, not necessarily uh, a separation. I mean, not, not to say that you don't, you know, like you said, you miss your single self, kind of. But if it's good, you know, it's, it's good. You know, I had a, a single self and this is better, you know, because it's, it's a blending. Um, that's how I feel. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, I think, um, you know, everything is based on uh, respect. You know, it's mutual uh, respect for each other. And if you don't have uh, that foundation where you actually respect the other person because that's what's what keeps you in line is that you know uh that that person too has respect for themselves right and that if you step out of line <laughs> it's a problem you know and and you have that in your mind because everything's a, a choice right everything that we do is a, is a choice and and as as people you know, just like here, we, we're all here together. Everybody's meeting interesting people, you know, and, and we're all human beings. So you got, you know, interesting people, you got attractive people around here, but it's a choice. You have to choose, you know, hey, this is what I'm committed to. Right. Yeah. You, know, you have to choose each other. Each other. Yeah, I, go ahead. No. Yeah. Every day you have to choose each other. Yeah, I love that thing. Uh, I love what you're talking about choices because that's what loyalty is about. Once you get married, you have all of these competing things pulling against you. I have kids and businesses and all these things. And I have to say, no, I have a choice. I have to put my marriage first. It's not the only thing I put first, but I have to be loyal to my husband in order for it to work. And that's what comes first. And everybody needs to know that. Yes, you are just as important, but my marriage is important. And that's what loyalty is about, the choice to put your spouse first. And the kids see that and everyone else sees that. And then everybody respects your relationship. So I love that. Thank you. Okay, so let's go on with you guys. What do you guys think in terms of 
Um, how do you strike a balance between being loyal to your partner and acting out of love for yourself? Um, I would have to say self-awareness is really important. It's a, it's a really important part of that, especially as a woman. Just kind of piggybacking off of what you just mentioned, being a mother, being a parent, running a business. You have to be loyal to yourself first. If you're not loyal to yourself, you can't be loyal to a partner or anything else. You know what I mean? So it's like being fully self-aware and understanding your needs and being able to communicate that is very important and, yeah. and can make the bond between those two stronger. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Fellas, take a note, right? Whatever she said, I know she go first. I agree with everything she said. Um, so, so I agree, right? It's, it's, it's about it's about um, this interdependence. Um, not in, you know, like so. So you you go online and you hear people give relationship advice, and they're talking about this independence. I can do it by myself, kind of thing. Um, but there is, uh, you know, you have to have this interdependence where. Uh, yourself where you know exactly who you are, you know, and you know who your partner is and allow each each other to know that person, but then become better by 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 becoming interdependent, right? By saying that I'm, you know, uh we'll, we'll lose the song, I'm good all by myself, but we're forced when we're together, right? You make me better. Um and so just kind of understanding, all right, independently I am who I am, independently she is who she is. But having that, that, that awareness and then coming together to make this stronger, stronger bond. Because I think the biggest mistake is losing yourself in a relationship and then no one recognizes you. Like, I don't recognize me. I don't recognize her because we lost each other. But now, you know, we're, we're, we're aware and we're being loyal to who we are. And then we come together and then we, you know, we're able to, to be a high functioning, you know, you know, business partners, friends, lovers. Um, you know, parents, you know, it, it, it gives us that ability uh, to, to be our best selves because we're not sacrificing, right? I have a, a saying, abundance is your birthright, right? And so abundance is, is not, a, you know, yes, you have a choice, but for me, and is better than or, right? And so instead of having to choose, I'm saying, like, I want, you know, you know I want it all, right? And so being able to understand that I can be the best at all of these things um, you know, and, and, and choosing, you know, all of it. Oh, I so agree with that. Um, what you just described was the difference between codependence. Codependence is when you lose yourself. You're no longer who you are. You just connected with each other and that's unhealthy. What you just described was the interdependence where you can maintain your own self and then also be together as a unit so that you can be stronger. And I just realized that both of you two are entrepreneur couples. So that's a yet another dynamic on top of just being married to each other, which is complicated. But you complicate things even more because you're adding a business. And I really have to ask this question. It's not even on my question list here. But how do the two of you... Uh, manage running a business, but also running a household. How do you manage that? We, it's just what we do. I mean, it's, it's who we are. And I think if, if, if we weren't doing that, we would have to find out how to do that. So, I mean, we're together 22 hours a day. Yeah, okay. 22 hours. And it's only 22 because I go to the office before him. That's it. Two hours before him. 
we have two dental practices and we have what's outside, Dr. Q's Fresh Breath Club and Golden Bite. And so it's 24 hours a day. At the end of the day, we're leaving the office at nine o'clock. We're going right in. And it's like he said, it's, it's a mutual respect for each other. We feed off of each other. We know each other's strengths and weaknesses. So it's, it's very fluid, you know, and um, we like each other. We actually like each other. Yeah. So it's not, it's not just a love relationship. We enjoy being around each other. We like each other. Um, and that means a lot. Um, we have a blended family and our children are all grown, but you know, we are still, it's still important for us to model that relationship for, for them because, you know, that's their next step. You know, um, but it's 22 hours a day, literally here. Was it always like this? Was it bumpy at the beginning? And then it got smooth when you start liking each other? No, I think we had the, we had the benefit of past relationships. So we, you know, we were looking for each other. You don't know that you are, you know, it's, it's not something that you know, um, but it's, you know, I, I had come from, you know, some rocky relationships. So I just was like, okay, it's all, it, I'm letting it go. Just show me, show me a sign. Cause clearly I can't hear or see it myself. Give me a sign. Can I tell you that sign came in 30 seconds to the point where I could not even, you know, it was a hurtful sign, but it came so clear that I could only, it was like, thank you. And I'm going to make, I'm going to move right here, right now and, and, and make it happen. You know? Thank you for sharing. That is an amazing story. Okay. You, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think when, when we, uh, work together. We know each other's strength and weaknesses. I know where I stop and she starts and I think and vice versa. So we trust each other to, you know, if we say we this is my responsibility or that's our responsibility. Um we don't worry about, you know, whether or not it's gonna get done or those types types of things. So I think that's the the, the main thing that is we kind of just we, we're a good team we know we're a good team wow i mean that's really cool because most in my practice you know most of the couples that i see are entrepreneurs and it does make it way more complicated so i got you know i can tell them your story like it's possible it can happen and it's okay if it's a little bumpy you can overcome some of that so um, would you guys like to start <laughs> Entrepreneur couple. <laughs> so give them the real. Give them the real. I, I am because I'm listening to this couple here, and I'm like, wow, it took us a while to get yeah. there. We um we pretty much grew up together. We've been together since we were in our 20s, right? We didn't have any other relationships to really fall back on, so we're going through this process continuously, right? So it, it's not until, I want to say, since COVID, COVID has actually made us a lot stronger where we're getting to the space where I can relate to what you guys are going through now, where he's allowing me to <laughs> take more, um, he's trusting, trusting my decisions more because previously it was a lot of pushback, 
you know, it wasn't as seamless, but it, it's definitely a process. It's definitely a process. And I feel like us being friends has made it work for 20 years. If we weren't friends, and like she said, I actually like him. Even when I don't like him, I like him. So, (laughs) so So that's what makes it easy, even through the downs of it, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's a real, like, the like is really important, right? right. Because um, there are people I love that I will never speak to ever again, right? So love is not the barrier, right? It's not enough because, you know, you can love somebody, like, you have somebody in your family you love, but you like, this person is toxic, this person is dead. All right, so I'm, I'm going to love you from over here, right? Right. But when you like somebody, you like them, you're like, all right, I love you and I like you. I mean, all right, I want to I spend time, time with you. Um and you know, you know, to my wife's point, to Amina's point, um, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hard headed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not, you know, and I, um, I think I know it all. You know, and I think that, uh, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, I think I know it all. Even, even when evidence and history shows, you know, that I'm just like, nah, this it gotta be this way. Um, and so for a long time, and so we've been in business together. You know, you know, I was, I was a banker for 15 years, um, and then after you know, I retired from from banking, um, I, you know, I wrote my first book in 2009, and so we've been in business together for 14 years. Um, and the, the funny thing about it is, I always listen to her. I just never like I'll just listen later, you know. So like, you know, she'll be telling me things, and I'll just argue with her, like, no, it's not gonna work this way. Ah. And then all of a sudden, I'll I'll try it my way, it won't work, and then. You know what I'm saying? I'll do it our way. I'm like, oh, it worked. You know what I'm saying? And then, um, and then during COVID, I think it was just like, bro, like, why are you wasting time? Like, if you, if you go back in the history of everything you've ever done, it was something that she said that made it work. And so why are you wasting time trying to do it your way? Cause that was really just ego at the end of the day, right? Um, and Wayne Dyer says, um, you know, ego is edging God out. Right. And so for me, you know, God, you know, I've always prayed to God and God gave me God. Right. God gave me. Right. We're all made in the image and likeness of God. So God gave me the the, the, the closest representation of it. And so I kept using my ego edging God out. Right. Like, I, I, good, I got it. Um, but eventually, you know, I just said, you know what, learn to listen. Right. Learn to listen. Uh, you you know um, that there's a, there's loyalty there, that there is this. Um, you know, it's not my business. It's not her business. It's our business. It's our legacy. She will never do anything to hurt herself. So she's telling me something to do. She's not telling it to me because she's trying to be right. She's trying to, you know, you know, help us. Um, and I just got to a point where, where I just listen, you know, I just listen now. Um, and the truth of the matter is our income even grew exponentially when I, when I actually listen faster, right? So, you know, by the time, and because she's like a visionary, right? So she'll say something and she'll see it. And because I, you know, again, I had no evidence of it. So she said something and I'm like, nah, that's not how it works because I'm, because I need evidence. So I need to look and see. So I'm using my logical mind, right? Like, like Dr. Boyd talked earlier. I'm using my logical mind. But the gut, the gut intuition is right here telling me to do this. I'm like, no, I, that's not how it's done. I don't see it. But what is faith? Right? Faith is the absence of the evidence. And so I have to have faith in my partner. If she says, all right, it's time to go. If I wait and do it later, 
I'll get some crumbs because she's right. I'll get some crumbs. But what if she say go and I go at the moment she say go? Yeah, we gonna we gonna we gonna exponentially grow, and that's what has happened. Let me tell you, Amina, girl. <laughs> there have been so many "I told you so" moments, and I'm looking at my husband. Now I'm answering the question. I'm looking at voice, and I'm like. I'm a therapist. I am skilled in reading people. <laughs> like, listen to what I have to say. And it, it was, that's so fascinating about the friendship thing because when I was 19 years old and I met Boyce, he wasn't even Dr. Boyce. And I was, and as soon as he came over to talk to me in the library at Indiana University, immediately I said, I found him. Oh, that that's was immediately story what came through. I found him, but I was 19, so I don't know what that meant. <laughs> and I have been following, and I never followed him on social media, because I'm not a social media person, I wasn't a social media person. And I would just, I would just, where are you now? What are you doing? I would always reach out to him, and he was always a special friend to me, my favorite friend. I had no idea any of this existed, because we never even talked about that. I just wanted to know how he was doing as a person. And so the friendship part is really important because that keeps us together because it's not always smooth. <laughs> I just want to say, but yes, I told you so moments. And I love that you mentioned COVID because I think COVID was so wonderful in, in terms of relationships because if you were on the fence, COVID was knocking you off either one way or another because it was really a very clarifying moment for a lot of couples in my office who had to make very hard decisions. And sometimes the hard decision was dissolving. But sometimes the hard decision was, we're going to work on this, and they and they are stronger than they ever would have been had not COVID happened. So there's a silver lining for COVID. So anyway, I had to get into that. Thank you, you guys. So we'll start again over here with our next question. Um, so our next question is love. Is love the foundation upon which loyalty is built? Mm. Or can loyalty exist independently of love? Yeah. Wow, that's a good question. Um, loyalty can definitely exist independently of love. Because like when I think about other relationships that I have, I'm loyal to my family. I'm loyal to friends based on common bonds, right? If we have shared goals, shared visions, I can be loyal to them and not necessarily love them. Or people that I meet that we have common bonds with, I can be loyal to them as well. But um, hmm, is loyalty the foundation? I... I I would have to say no. I think respect is the foundation, right? Respect goes a really long way. Like respectability can have you overcome some of the hardest things. And I'm speaking from experience. There's a lot of things that we've gone through. And because I respect who he is as a person, is that that's what is the foundation for me, not necessarily loyalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would say... Um, you know, loyalty, um, love, and even respect all are based on your character and who you are, you know? Um, and so I think that if you are someone who uh, is of a certain character, um, you know, your ability to, like, to be loyal, right, um, is based on who you are, your upbringing, what your values are, like, what, what you actually value. And so, when I think about the foundation, uh, you know, you know, you know, 
You know, you could be loyal and not love. You could be loyal and love. Um, all of that is based on character. But I do think that the uh, combination of the two um, makes for a um, thriving relationship, right? When there's a level of loyalty based on character, but then there's this level of love, now you go above and beyond, right? So I'll give you a prime example is that there's certain things that, um, you know, like I may be loyal to, you know, my, my, you know, uh, uh, my family. I may be loyal to, uh, how I do business. So business partners, right? I may be loyal to, um, humanity, right? How I, how I address people and how, you know, this, this level of respect and, and interaction with them. Um, but there's certain things that I just wouldn't do. Um, because the love isn't there, right? Because I mean, I know you or whatever the case may be. So there's this level of respect, level of loyalty, and, and the love isn't there. But when you add the love, now, uh, I go above and beyond, right? Now, because I'm loyal to you, um, and I love you, now, um, I'm, I'm taking on more of, you know, if, if, if you're working on something, then we're working on it. If I, you know, if there's something that, uh, you're, you, you know, you're struggling with, then now we're struggling with it, right? Because I'm loyal to you. I'm loyal to the friendship. I'm loyal to the partnership, but then also I love you. And so now with that love, um, I'm going to go more above and beyond. I like what you're saying because it's almost like, um, it grows. Like where, like you kind of, love someone and you have to have that trust though to have the loyalty but it's just like it just grows over time and it's like the love can be strong but the loyalty grows in addition so you can't just be all in love and loyal on day one you know I don't know you that well like what am I being loyal to and I really love that I do think that um uh, it's that's so important. Also, what you're saying is because um, that comes in place when there's disagreements. When I'm mad, you know, it's the loyalty and love that makes me circle back around and say, "Okay, what just happened? I'm so sorry." Yes, I really do love you. Just to let you know. So thank you for that answer. Yeah. Okay. Over here. First this time. Okay. So, <laughs> Mix it up a little bit. Yeah. So the um, I think the respect leads to the loyalty and the love because the respect will keep you, you know, from doing stupid stuff, you know, and to keep you from, you know, accepting that invitation to meet somebody else one-on-one for a drink, <laughs> you know, to keep you from making those bad decisions. If you respect the other person, you know, cause again, that goes back to that, that choice, <laughs> you know, that's a choice. You know, a lot of this stuff, you know, people uh, say, well, it just happened. You know, that, that, that cheating just happened. No, it didn't just happen. You, it was a series of choices. That was a series of choices. You engaged that person. You made a choice to engage that person. And you, you made a choice to, to, to meet that person somewhere. And that's disrespectful <laughs> to, to start off with. So it begins there. With respecting uh, the relationship, if you got respect for the person and for the relationship, then you won't make those bad choices. And that's what keeps you in line, you know, knowing that hey, if I if I make this bad choice, then I'm gonna damage this relationship and damage the trust. Because once you bust the trust, <laughs> yeah, you got a problem. It's a trust buster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got you got a problem. It's not gonna be the same. 
And you waste so much money with your business because now you have to overcome this trust issue that wasn't there before. And then it's taken away from your bottom line. So good point there. Yes. I, I totally agree. I mean, it, it is, it, it starts with the respect. And when you have the respect, then it kind of trickles down into everything else. And then, you know, and it's also like Amina said, you, you can compartmentalize the loyalty with other relationships. That's different. But when it comes to this, and I think, I think, you know, we're all in the same line in terms of how we were unpacking this. I think it's because we're entrepreneurs and because everything is intertwined. So if you're, if you're acting individually like that, then you're, it's like you said, you're totally disrespecting the whole thing. And now it's, it's, you know, everything is going to crumble. Everything, everything is going to go, you know? Yeah. And I think that, um, even though people, even though loyalty can be challenged and love can be challenged and there's moments where we all fall short of that, because that's what I see in my practice. I just want to say it's okay because that is a lesson that you need to learn about yourself. This is where marriage is requiring you to grow because you're not perfect individuals and all of us fall short. We all can't sit here and say we're our marriages are perfect and everything is wonderful, but it's always a continuous growth process where if you, hopefully if you're with somebody who's patient with you and can help you grow through that, we were talking about baggage. All of us have baggage that you bring with you when you come into the relationship with a marriage. And I think that's what's so wonderful about marriage because if you had you not gotten married, you probably wouldn't have dealt with that baggage. Because you can only deal with it with another person. And so that's one of my questions. Like, how do you all deal with, like, issues where someone falls short and then you just try to overcome it? Because on the other side of it, if you work through whatever it is, it's a beautiful gift to grow even more, even in your business. Because there's some blind sides you don't even know about. How do you all do that? Anyone can take the question. You're just free talking right now. <laughs> That, that's an interesting question because at, as you were saying those things, I thought about our journey. And in the beginning, something I would suggest no one does is just ignore it because that's what I used to do. I used to ignore it. I'm like, you know what? I see you doing something that I don't necessarily think is the right way to go or that I may not agree with. And I wouldn't even speak up about it. But um, eventually there was a shift, you know, and with, with the trust and the bond growing stronger, I felt more comfortable and confident to say, okay, let me speak up. And, you know, but that, that was the first thing that came to mind when you said that. That's, that's so beautiful because um, I can't ignore anything. <laughs> and I need to start ignoring it. And I think um, Dr. Boyce is beautiful at ignoring things that don't matter. Yeah. And he's taught me that. I'm like, God, why am I so, because I'm a therapist, I'm used to like, I pick up on everything. So I have to learn, I've learned how I just do need to ignore it because it don't really make a difference at the end of the day. It's not a big deal. So that's beautiful. Anyone else can take it if you want to take yeah, um, I mean, just 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 piggybacking off of what Amina was saying, um, I think that, you know, we have I mean, you know, so like even in her ignoring, um, you know, you know, you know, the, these things, um, it also allowed her to make up stuff in her head 
Um, and, 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 and as she's making up these stories, so she's, she's ignoring it and she's not addressing it and she's making up these stories. And so now there's this conclusion and now our interactions are not, you know, we're like bumping heads and our interactions are not as fluid as, as they should be, uh, because she, she's made, you know, she's made up this conclusion and she's like, this is what it is. And I'm like, nah, it's not what it is. And, you know, it allows, it, you know, allows it to, um, you know, fuss the bump heads. Uh, but I think that, you know, with, with, with us being, um, open, right. And, and having, and, and it, it, again, it, number one, it all goes back to a level of respect. It all goes back to friendship. Um, and it's also about, um, you know, you know, patience, right? And, and I think for me, having children changed that for me, specifically my son, right? So my daughter, you know, my daughter's 15, our daughter's 15, and we have an eight-year-old uh, son. Um, our daughter was almost perfect. Like, she was, you know, we, like, we just thought, we were like, oh, my God. Like, she just did everything right, and, you know, she didn't really cry, and she's a great personality, and so, but when our son came, the Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard came through oh boy right it was like man you know um i had to learn patience because my son and and i I believe in my heart that god gave us uh you know as junior aj to teach us how to love right because um prior to, to that you know i was impatient but with my son, it's unconditional love. There's nothing he could do that gets me upset. It's unconditional love. And so he could, like, mess it, like, he could mess whatever up. And I'm like, ah, it's all good. We're going to work through this. So why, with, with the person that I chose to be with, my life partner, if she does something that, that drives me crazy, I'm impatient with her. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't take this off. No, like, the same, the same patience that you have for your children, you know, is, is is that level of unconditional love based on friendship, based on respect, based on knowing that this is my life partner, right? My kids, my kids, like they're gonna, you know, they're gonna get older and then they're gonna go, right? They're gonna go, they're gonna go, right? And what's gonna be left is her and I, in God's will, right? It's, it's gonna be her and I, and so. For, for for me, it's really a, that also that level of patience and unconditional love to say, you know what, I chose you, like you are it. There's nobody on this planet that can replace you, like you are it. And so, anything that happens, right? Because I mean, she ain't perfect. <laughs> I'm trying to say, like you know, I'm not perfect either, but you know what I mean. You know, fellas, y'all know. You know what I'm saying? When the wife's all wife and when the girl's all girl, like, you know, and it just takes a level of patience to be like, nah, like I like I'm I'm going, I understand that we all go through stuff, right? And 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 also when I'm going through stuff and I'm in my crazy, I don't want her to be like, oh, you crazy, I'm gone. I need that level of, of patience as well, because we all go through stuff. And so as I'm 
you know, not lastingly thinking. I'm stressing out. And I'm like, I, I need, I need her to be like, all right, you know what? He's having a moment. This is, you know, and let me, let me let him, you know, be him. I know he gonna bounce back, and then, and then we just work through it. Okay, so I'm learning about you two. You two balance each other out very well. <laughs> I think that's so great. And I mean, I love what you're saying about how you're raising your son because. I'm picturing in my mind how he's going to be when he's a husband. And when you, when he makes a mistake and you take it as a teaching opportunity, that tells him that, first of all, that gives him confidence in himself and self-worth. Because I think what happens as parents, sometimes we shame our children for making a mistake. And when they grow up, they're going to end up looking at other people and speaking down to them, or they could either be depressed and thinking that they're not worthy. They're not ready to be in a relationship and they have a lot of relationship issues because of all that shame, but you are not giving your son shame. You're giving him, you're going to make him into a very wonderful man and a husband to someone. So that is really beautiful what you just said. That's excellent. Yeah. So over here, any thoughts about what we've been talking about? We're older, our children are older, and you know, to we were friends too for many years and went off into different relationships, um, and then it just kind of circled back. What twenty five years later? Um, so by time we connected, we were already friends. We had a mutual friend that kind of started, you know, you guys need to, you guys need to, y'all need to talk, you know? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm still doing my thing. It's over here. But we were always friends and we could talk and we could talk about business. And, um, you know, he mentored me through some business things that I was doing individually. And that just kind of grew the relationship. We started to see our our similarities we were raised the same you know we came from the same type of families and that was a connection point so the respect grew the friendship grew we were friends and that made a difference so you know our kids were were separate from it because one we're in two different areas two different states and you know they were just not part of the original equation when we started kind of moving toward each other. And um, when I, when we made the decision that we were actually going to be together, it was like trying to be West Coast and trying to do the back and forth. And he's like, well, move to St. Louis. And I'm like, I live in LA. <laughs> it snows. <laughs> and I had to really think about it, you know, and I thought about it and I was like, why am I hesitating? This, there's nothing to hesitate about because this man is everything I, I said I was looking for, you know? So, you know, now it was hard to tell my children. It was like, yeah, mom's out, you know, <laughs> but they're grown. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all right. But that, that respect really helped us. I mean, it just, it made it so easy it, it was just, it was, it was effortless, you know, in comparison to a lot of things. I moved, we moved together. I moved in with him right before the pandemic. 
<laughs> to a state where I don't, you know, I have a couple of relatives, but I wasn't close. So I essentially didn't know anybody. And, and now we're on lockdown. And it's just the two of us. Wow. Just us. <laughs> Five thousand square feet of space and just us. You know, the offices were closed. It was just us. Nobody else in the house. Nobody ringing the doorbell. It was just us. <laughs> He was exhausted because of the stress of the offices. I wasn't going to the office yet. I literally just got there. I left 96 degrees, got in. It was raining and snowing and 40, you know, and I was still in shock. And then the pandemic happened. And he was like, okay, well, the recliner went up. And I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? He's like, you need to sit down. I was like, I no, this is a time. This is a time that we need to do everything because we don't know when they're going to open everything back up. We don't know what they're, you know, what's going to happen. And, you know, you're, when you're entrepreneurial minded, and that's what I had two businesses I was running myself and he had his offices and, you know, Golden Bite was, was there, you know, I'm like, okay. I gave him like what a week. Yeah, Jeez. and I was like, "We getting up. Yeah. It's time that we got to create something else. We got this when you created Dr. your wonderful Cubes. products. Yeah. My entire family uses their products. By the way, yeah, we Dr. loved it. We we created Dr. Cheese was born then. Um, we uh, Doc took Golden Bite to the next level. Then you know, and it was just us. Yeah. <laughs> so great. We so we learned a lot about each other, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, the pandemic was a, uh, a blessing for us. Um, it allowed us to, um, you know, do what you see out here is, is, was a result of the, of the pandemic happening. I had, um, initially, Launched Golden Bite. I've been working on Golden Bite since um, '08, and ended up getting a patent in 2014. And in um, 2016, I'd actually uh, raised 1.5 million dollars for for the project um, in February 2016, and then uh, probably. Two, three weeks after I raised that money, my um, my wife got what well, she was battling cancer, and she ended up passing in July of 2016. But anyway, I ended up giving that money back because uh, I wasn't going to be a good fiduciary of the funds, and I needed to um, focus in on my kids. At that time, my daughter was 15 years old at the time, and it just lost her mom. So that was my primary focus my boys were uh one was getting ready to go to morehouse another one was at university of missouri in his second year and so that was just all i could wrap my mind around was trying to see them through 
to get them on their feet. Um, and so I pretty much dropped everything. I knew I was going to pull uh, Golden Bike back out, but I didn't know when. And the pandemic was what a, what allowed it. And she encouraged me. <laughs> She's like, no, you're not going to sit. You get ready. You get ready. This is too good of a product for you to just be letting it sit around. He sold the chairs. Yeah. <laughs> he sure did. She sold my recliners. <laughs> That's the most beautiful story I think I've ever heard. It's great. He came home one day, they were gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> that is the most beautiful. Yeah, he's thinking about the recliner. Yeah, like, like, oh, right. Right. right, right. I'm gonna put my feet up here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was. Uh, we went through a, a whole process, and, and in fact, that's what I'm gonna talk about at one o'clock this afternoon. I'll be talking about the whole process of product development. Um, I've gone through it like three times. That I have three patents. I'm gonna discuss all those those things on how you take the the idea from here and actually bring it all the way to the market. That's beautiful. Okay, I'm <laughs> sitting in on that one at one o'clock. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that beautiful story. That was beautiful. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we're going to our final question, and it's what are the hallmarks, the hallmarks of a healthy, balanced relationship where loyalty and love coexist harmoniously? Anybody can start, whoever feels it. <laughs> I used to say that um, communication is probably one of the biggest hallmarks in um making sure you have a relationship where love and loyalty exist. But today, I feel like trust might trump that a little bit. <laughs> because when you fully trust someone, um, it, it just makes the relationship completely different, you know? Um, trust, I would say, is one of the hallmarks. Communication, of course. And... Um, mm, I don't know. Uh, trust, trust and communication is like, you, you can't go wrong with those. No, you know what? I agree with that because I do talk about that with a lot of my couples. Mm -hmm. um, communication is an aspect of whether somebody is trustworthy. Yeah. If you want to know if someone's trustworthy, they have to be open in their communication. And I, what I'm finding that we talked about infidelity, a lot of times infidelity happens in relationships because one partner is not trustworthy. And, and the, the reason why they're not is one indicator of several indicators. But one of those indicators is that are they open in their communication? And when I talk to couples, the, and couples do overcome infidelity, but when I talk to them and I talk to the unfaithful partner, and I would say, um, how, how were you in your communication with your spouse about what was going on, the problems? And I find out that they weren't open in their communication. So, yeah, so trust is one. There's several others. Maybe I can talk about them later. But that is, that's brilliant that you um, put those two together because that's so important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I agree, right? Um, I agree. It, it, it's definitely trust. Uh, but just to expound a little, a little more, 
um, is that when when there's a full trust um, in being able to be vulnerable to, right? I think I think that's really the hallmark between having that loyalty and the love coexist because um, again, if you know that there's times that we're um, going through something, right? And you know, I could trust you where I'm like, I trust you that you won't do anything to hurt me. I'll trust, right? But when like like, do I trust you enough to be vulnerable with you? Right? Do I trust you at that level? Like, like there, there's friends that I have that I love, that I trust, that I know, like, right? But there's certain things that I go through, go through that I would never tell them, right? Because there's a level of vulnerability that I just don't, uh, I'm not comfortable having with, with certain people. Um, you know, my wife, you know, she knows everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, you like everything, you know, and there's a level of trust. There's a level of being able to be vulnerable. Um, and, and that, and that, you know, is, is because of her loyalty, because of her love. Like her name actually means faithful and loyal, right? So if you look up the word Amina, it actually means that being faithful and loyal. Um, and, and because of that, there's a level of vulnerability that I'm, that I'm willing to have. I'm willing to, um, when I, like, like people see me in the public and think I'm just this big confident dude that is just, you know, you know, confident all the time. I'm outgoing, but this time I'm like in my bed, just covered up and like nervous. And I'm like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Or, you know what I'm saying? Bitch watching the eating and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and so, and so it's just like. Um, that level of vulnerability allows, you know, is that it for me is like that whole hallmark of loyalty and love. Oh, that is so great. That's the intimacy that you just have with that one person. That's fine. And that, that can build you up so that you can be that Ash Cash person. What's your government name? Uh, Ash Exantis. Really? That's really good. Okay. Ash Exantis. Exantis, yeah. Exantis means gift of God. Wow. Just in case nobody asks. Well, all right then. I love it. We know your name. <laughs> that was great. How about over here, the quicklies? Um, what are the hallmarks of a healthy, balanced relationship? Loyalty and love is coexist coexisting. What is it? I, I agree with the, the trust, the whole trust issue, and the trust and respect. You know, you got if you don't have those two things, it's you know, it's just no, no chance, pretty much. It's just got to start there. Um, uh, like I said, we just kind of know where each other starts and stops. And I trust her to if, if something that needs to be done, like like this morning, for example, she comes down and sets up the the booth and stuff. That's what that's what she does, <laughs> you know. And and then I show up. And like, <laughs> look, look like it's good to me. You, you need some coffee? <laughs> I went up to Starbucks and get the coffee. <laughs> you know, but I know my lane, you know. And uh, she, she has certain things she does. I have certain things I do. You know, I'm the, I'm the numbers person. You know, and, uh, um, you know, the negotiator. So that's 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 me, um, and we just know when to pass it off. We kind of know when to pass it off to each other, 
Yeah. You know, it's just, um, uh, I guess, it's just a synergy that that it was almost natural. Yeah, yeah, I think that's. I think that's why you know we didn't really have that kind of bumpy road because you know we had been everywhere before. So it, and we already knew. You know what? I just really don't want to do that again. And it just and liking him and and being friends already. We had we had been friends for over twenty five years. Um, uh, the relationship thing never, it's like you said, you know, never even, it didn't, it didn't even enter my mind at all, you know, until one day he's passing through LA and we would go have a drink and, um, he said, I'm passing through, you know, meet me, have a drink. I'm, oh, okay. He just run by and he's like, we're talking about business and different things and what the business I was working on and stuff. And, and then he just breaks in the, the conversation. He's like, Hey, you still dating that guy? Ooh. I'm like, yeah, kind of. Yeah. He's like, well, kind of isn't an answer. And that's not a thing. When you're ready for a real date, call me. I'm like, ew. <laughs> How dare you, you know, mess with this friendship? I mean, this is great. What didn't speak to him for three months? I was like, so wait, so did you call him? What happened? Three months later. Three months later, I was talking to a client and she was trying to fix me up. And I was like, absolutely not. I don't, we won't be friends if we, if we do that. And um, I don't even know how the convert, I don't, still today, I don't even know where it came from. And I mentioned that conversation to her, right? And she was like, are you talking about that dentist guy? I was like, yeah, but I, you know, I'm not, no, I'm not doing that. She's 6'1", I'm 5'2". She tackled me for my phone. I was like, we're going on a date with him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she was in your wedding. She, you know, she was like, we're, you're doing this. And I'm like, no, he's busy. I'm not going to, you know. She's like, well, what did he say? He's like, well, you know, she's like, just ask him. What about that date? And I sent him a message. And, and she's like, well, what did he say? I was like, he's... A dentist. He's in somebody's mouth. He's, you know, I, I haven't talked to him in three months, so you know he's probably not even going to say anything. Like thirty seconds later, he goes, "When?" Ooh. That's right. It took four months for that date to happen because of our schedule and our first date. He's like, "Meet me in New Orleans." That is a romance. That's it. That is great. And it's been constant ever since. But what, you know, it's still that I did try, I already trusted him. You know, I trusted him as a human, as a friend. I trusted him. So, you know, to move, move that to the next level was, it just seemed right. But it's, you know, it's, I don't even, I, I guess we've talked about it. It's, it, it just happened and it just felt right. And um, I chose it. It's like he said, I chose it because 
it going back to that, you know, when I had to pray to say, help me figure this out. I know I need to. And it was like, hey, this is it right here. This this is it. Make the decision. And that was it. God, that is so beautiful. I mean, I see like teammates. Yeah. You know, that's what I see with you guys. Did anyone else want to start? I want to open up the floor for um, questions from the floor. So um, anyone else have anything else they want to? Well, I can, I can tell you from my side. Oh, yeah, you have to side. Do tell. So, so, so after, after my wife passed, as you probably could imagine, you know, I was pretty busy man. <laughs> it was women coming from everywhere. <laughs> so I was, I was, just, I was like, man, maybe I should have been born fifty and single. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. So, but but after you know a few months of that stuff, uh, it it was like, all right, well, what am I doing? You know, I don't really like any of these people. Yeah. And I'm not having any type of connection. So I've been out to uh, California a couple of times, two or three times. And every time I would go out there, I would let her know I was coming out there. And we'd end up, you know, meeting up. And, you know, she might come up to meet me at the hotel and lobby and have a drink or whatever. But we'd end up just sitting up talking from seven or eight. In the evening until five or six in the morning, just sitting there talking. And so I was like, man, all right. Uh, versus what I was doing at home, you know, I was like, you know, I don't know where you're going, but you got to get out of here. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. You got to go. You know, I don't have nothing to talk to you about. So, so. <laughs> difference <laughs> and I'm like okay this is what I'm looking for you know this this relationship where I can have somebody that that I like yeah, yeah. that I like that's not you know it's not just physical it's you know physical is important but it's not the thing that you can base your relationship on you know because that's going to you know, it's not going to keep the relationship together. The respect yeah. and the trust is what's going to keep the relationship together. Yeah. yeah. So um, that was what uh, led me to, to have that conversation because I was like, man, I, didn't, I hadn't, I've been, been on plenty of dates and what have you, but never, um, you know, could sit down with anybody and just talk for that long and not know that that type of time had gone by. Yeah. So what did you think when you got the text? Uh, what did I think when I got the text? Because, I mean, you know, when I, had brought, when I had brought it up, you know, and I had said, you know, well, you know, uh, uh, call me or reach out if you if you you know um want a real date that's what i said that's where i left it and that's where i left it so uh i was like well maybe she must want a real date because because the other thing i told her i was like you know um whoever it is you date you don't never talk about 
So, so it ain't real. <laughs> but so if you ain't talking about them, I figure she'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, I, I, I it's like a formula too because we have an actual similar story um, where you know, I, you know I've always been handsome my whole life, and so I was, you know I started I was a banker at 19 years old, um, and so I, you know, I was always you know with you know I, you know you know what he said, right? And so when I met her. You know, I was already a banker. I was like in my twenties. I was already a banker and but young though. And so I was you know, everybody was, you know, all the women, you know. Right. And so when I met her, she was the first person that I met that it was it was just we just talked. Like and, and it was if hours, like we were literally like after a date, you know, me being who I am, like, I, this is this about to go hell. And she's like, nah, it's not. Like, let's talk, you know? And so we, like, we would literally talk for hours and hours and hours. And I was like, oh, I actually like this. You know what I mean? Like, I like her. It's not, it's not only about the physical. Like, I actually like her. And then that's how we grew our relationships. So. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's, how, that's how you know. We're for real. Yeah. So, so all you fellas out there... Who are single? That's how you know. You know what to do. You just gave the formula. That's the formula. That's great. So I want to open it up. We have a few minutes left. Anybody have questions? I know you got questions. Um, I heard a lot of key words like respect and communication. My wife and I have a couple show called Decades In on uh, YouTube. Rise the Culture TV on YouTube, um, where we promote Black love and marriage. Um, the one I didn't hear was um, admiration. I'm, this one's for my men on the panel. Could you talk about how you admire your wife and how that admiration builds to respect and love? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really good because I think that, um, you know, when I, when I look at my wife, you know, not only is she beautiful, not only is she the best mother, not only is she the best friend that I could have ever asked for, I think just the, her ability um, to just be unapologetically herself, right? Like, never, like, like, I think for me, that's what I admire the most, right? Is the fact that um, I don't care, like, I don't care where we go, like, she is going to be her. It does not matter. Like, she is unapologetically herself and she, um, exudes that level of confidence. She exudes that level of, um, you know, surety of who she is. Um, and even in, in times where I want her to compromise, right? And, and, and what I mean by that is, um, like I'm a very public figure, if you will, right? Because, um, you know, I'm on, you know, I have a, a very popular show called Inside the Vault. Uh, with Ash Cash has been seen six million times, a million downloads. And so, um, because of that, there's certain spaces I go into, it almost feels like I'm a celebrity. Like, oh, Ash Cash. And I, you know, I'm like, all right, you're my wife, so I need you to, you know, smile. You know what I mean? You know, shake hands. No. Like, if I don't feel energy, you know, and so I admire that. I admire anybody who, like, there, like there is no switch up. Regardless of the situation, she is loyal to her first. Right, there's a level of loyalty that that she has to herself, um, and and for me that's important, right? I admire that, and it's important in a relationship because I don't have to guess who I'm going to get, 
right? right? I know for the for the last 20 years, every single day I got her. Like it, love it, hate it, you know, I, I'm gonna get her. And for me, I just, you know, I got to I got to a point where I've just accepted it now. Like I'm like, all right, bet. All right, so, so if I need if I need the political person, I right, look, babe, you gonna sit this one out? We gonna, you know, right? So I know who she is, you know, and so I think that that level of admiration um, is 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 also important because now when I'm amongst you know other women or I'm amongst people who are flirting or whatever the case, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, I mean, women love power, right? And so when you popular and they're like, oh, he's you know he's popular, oh he could probably do whatever. But now there's so much of admiration. For my wife, I'm like, look, you barking up the wrong tree. You don't even understand. Like, I'm not like, I wouldn't even play myself. You know what I'm saying? So I think to your point, like admiration is really important um, in in you know that loyalty, that love, that trust, that respect for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just want to say I love that what you're saying because to admire your partner, it it takes you to be able to. Focus on the positive. Because you could have taken that experience in your mind thinking, what's wrong with her? What's the matter with her? That's when you lose the admiration. And that's how you maintain friendship is to see her strengths and not as a deficit, but you see her strength is that's who she is. And that's how you keep that admiration, which is so important. Thank you for that question. You guys want to talk about admiration? Or- I think, yeah. And I think I, I agree. Um, the... Um, Again, that admiration, I think, is 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 a thing where I definitely <laughs> admire and what all that she does. Like I said, like the, the getting up early and the the, the setting everything up, the, what she does for us as a unit mm-hmm. is huge. She's constantly got my back, and I know it. You know, um, and it was it was interesting. Um, I think we were, we were in Tulsa, and we were uh, communicating. I think we were around uh, we were around Micah. I don't know if she's in the room. Oh yeah, yeah, Micah's here. I'm sure. Um, and we were. Uh, my daughter was graduating from uh, University of Tulsa. Micah came and hung out with us that weekend, and she had just watched our interaction. Uh, together, and I remember she came up to me and she said, uh, I love the way she constantly has your back. Uh-huh. And um, when people can can see it and feel it, that, you know, we work together as a unit, and I uh, am just glad and, and, and proud of her. Uh, yeah. And I feel the same type of uh, admiration and respect that she get that I give to her. I think we give it to each other. Yeah. And that's what really uh, makes it makes it work. Yeah, I like that because you could have said, oh, she's such a busybody. But no, you chose to see it as a positive thing. Like she's really taking care of things. I really love that. Um, do we have another question? No more? She says two minutes. Okay. How many more minutes? We're done. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I know we had, he says three minutes on the little clock clock here. Okay, so I just want to quickly have you to talk about how people can find you. Um, I'm uh, Alicia. You can find me at Coaching with Dr. Alicia. 
I really appreciate all you all coming out bright and early on a Sunday. And how about you guys introduce yourself? I mean, say a final words and talk about how people can find you. Yes. Well, you can find me on uh, Instagram at I am Amina Lee and on YouTube at Biohacker Fitness. Uh, me, I am Ash Cash. Uh, make sure you visit me, I am AshCash.com. Uh, you can follow me on all social media platforms at I am Ash Cash. Uh, and then also search uh, on YouTube Inside the Vault with Ash Cash. All right, I'm uh, Dr. Kirk Quigless, better known as Dr. Q. Um, you can find us online uh, on social media, Dr. Q's Fresh Breath Club or uh, Golden by the Oral Clients. Um, and We're in the same place. Yeah. 22 hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.